Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you will have me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be close the door. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 6, and we're going to be in Genesis chapter 7. And I looked up the word door. It says a hinge sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building room or vehicle or in the framework of a cupboard. And a cupboard is a cabinet. So with inside of that cabinet or that cupboard, you may have a door, but then there's maybe other doors. So there's different levels of doors in your life that you have to close. Huh? You may be looking at the one big door, huh? but you got to look at all the other doors that you have to handle and close huh? so you can understand that God can close the big door. Huh? We're going to be in the book of Genesis huh? when God is speaking to Noah about building an ark. Huh? He's speaking to Noah huh? about how to do what he's instructing him to do. A lot of times huh, we got doors and stuff open in our lives huh? because you don't want to shut the doors huh? because it's what you want to have open. Huh? How in the world that you can get into the next place in God huh? or do what God is calling you to do huh? where you don't know how to take sound instructions. Huh? We're going to find out that God gave Noah sound instructions and everything is in according to a time and a season. Huh? You got to know when God is speaking to you in your time and your season that you can close the doors. Huh? What are the doors in your life? You need to answer that for yourself. Huh? There's many doors in our lives. Huh? Some have more than others. Huh? But there's a time and a season that God is dealing with every man to shut the door. And you got to know huh, when your season is to shut and to close the door of some things. Huh? You need to understand first, huh? you cannot shut and close the door huh, without hearing sound instructions from God. Because huh? God may told you to close the door of lying and cheating. Huh? But you're trying to close the big door of um of just doing, being disobedient in the things of God. Huh? You got to understand something. Huh? There's different doors in your life. Huh? You need to know sound instructions of what God is telling you how and what God is showing you how to close the doors. Huh? But a lot of times we want to close what we think is a big deal in our lives or a big door in our lives. That may be a small door. And we don't understand that a root of bitterness is behind a lot of things huh, that is happening in our lives because we have not dealt with the foundation, the works of the flesh. Huh. We have not dealt with uh, lying, cheating, rage, and anger. Huh. But you have not even dealt with being, uh, being walking in a place of forgiveness. Huh. If you cannot forgive yourself huh, and know that your heavenly father has forgiven you for all your sins and transgressions, how can you walk in a place of forgiveness? And then pride comes in. And that brings about a spirit of selfishness. Huh? It's no thought about nobody else but yourself. Huh? And let's deal with the thing of lust. Huh? Let's deal with this thing uh, about a be, uh, why am I so lustful huh? after money, clothes, houses, and land. Huh? And then you don't even want to look at the fact huh? why you're jealous. Huh? You got to understand something. Huh? These things in our lives cause us to walk into a place in God that God is trying to tell us to go down to the root of the matter. Huh? But you so busy looking at the what you think is the door that needs to be closed. But that's not the door that needs to be closed. In this hour, you got to get down to the root of the matter. You got to look 
ours. But a lot of times in our lives, we want to stand before God because he's holy and close what you think is the holy door. That is not the holy door. God is trying to get down there to those doors that are dark places in your heart and your mind. But you don't want to submit your will to God. You're trying to do it your own way. And you're making a mess out of everything. And you want to miss your time and season of visitation from the Lord because you're stuck in your own way. Door. It says a doorway. Are you walking through the right door? Are you seeing it the way God wants you to see it? And a lot of times, let me finish, give you the definition for cupboard. It says a cabinet or a small access within a door. You now, you don't want to try to get down there to the small things. Huh? The Bible says that the small foxes that destroy the mind. Huh? You don't want to get down there to the small things huh? because you think that you're handling them on your own. Huh? Let me tell you something. There ain't nobody in this building. Huh? There's nobody in the world that's a match for Satan. Huh? Even the ones that's in his snares and traps are no match for him because why are you in the snares and the traps of the subconscious of your mind? Huh? Satan's got a stronghold. He's got a delusion in your mind. Huh? You think you're walking in the ways of God, huh? but you're not walking in the ways of righteousness. Huh? You're walking in the ways of huh? what you think. Huh? You need to understand something about Aaron's huh? sons. Huh? They were in the temple, but they decided to do what they want in their own way, and God struck them dead. How did Paul can't come from the same fountain? The truth and the lie can't come from the same fountain. Everything that God does huh, is foundation is the truth. That's why nobody said um, that can stand on the foundation of God except they stand it on the truth. Except for God builds the house. How can it stand? You're trying to build the house the way that you want. And it's falling down because it's not built on a solid foundation. It's built on the foundation of the world. It's built on the foundation of your mom and your daddy. It's built on the foundation of what they taught you in school. But nobody can build a solid foundation. But Jesus Christ closed the door. The synonym of door. Portals, open, entrance, exit, enter. Let's talk about these demonic portals huh, in your life. Huh, just like they're spiritual portals. Huh. You said that the iron is sharpening iron. Huh, and that the realm is taking you higher and higher. It's taking you to a higher realm in the things of God. Huh. But some of you think that you're in the third heaven. Huh, and you're still there in the first heaven. Because God cannot trust you at the second and the third level in God. Huh. Let's talk about the demonic portals in your life. Huh. What is it that you really have not surrendered? Huh. What is it that the enemy has a stronghold on you about? Huh. But you can see the enemy in everybody else. Huh? But the worst culprit is you. Huh? You got to understand something. You're not going to hell based on somebody else's portal. You're going to hell based on your portal. You need to understand huh, what the doors and the portals are of the entrance way that you allow Satan to enter. You got to understand something. He's always going to lure you with something that you like. But the thing about it is, can you see it? Except you have the spirit of Christ. You cannot see what Satan is doing. You cannot see how he's coming in there swift, how he's coming there conning, how he's coming in there in a sweet and a subtle way. But when he gets in, just like that sugar, it ties up 
the whole body. You consume enough of it. You need to understand something. You're not taking nothing to get rid of all the sugar and the carbohydrates in your body. You're not exercising. You're not walking out and exercising on the thing of the word. And then you wanted to find out why is all of this poison is built up in your mind and your body. And you don't even like yourself. Therefore, you don't like nobody else. You need to understand something. What are the doors in your life that are open? What is Satan has lured you into? What are the traps of the enemy? You need to understand something. If you can't rightly divide the word of truth, you're in a terrible state in this hour. Because except the man be drawn by the spirit, except the man be drawn by the truth, how can he stand in this wicked evil hour? And it says this. Some of you don't want God to close the door. You want the door wide open. Why? Because it's pleasing to your flesh. It's what you like. And then you want to cry to God and say, God, you wise, I'm going through this. You in your secret closet praise. You're not praying for power, but you're praying for God to smooth your flesh. And God says, I'm not rubbing it down with any more sap. I'm not putting no more anointing on it. I'm not rubbing it down with any more blood because you know my word and you stepped away. What are you doing in your quiet closet? Are you really praying, trying to get to the next level? Are you telling God to help you break through the second and the third heaven that you can understand what God is saying and doing in your life. How can you understand what God is doing in my life and you don't understand what he's doing in your life? How can you understand God and you don't even know his voice and then you want to speak for me? How can you speak for me? You got to understand something. You need to know the portals and the doors and the traps of the enemy that is happening right now in your life. Trying to run a con game on God. You're trying to give him sympathetic magic. And God said it doesn't work no more. Your time for grace and mercy is up. Now judgment is coming. You've got to understand something about judgment. We're going to be dealing with the book of a sixth chapter of Genesis. 40 years. You need to understand something. 40 means what? Judgment and trials and tribulation. Some of y'all don't understand because you didn't do what God is saying. You went into your 40th door because there's so many doors. And now one thing about God, he don't work from the beginning to the end. He's working from the end all the way up to the beginning because everything is circling back around the Genesis. Genesis, the sixth chapter. Noah was four, was 500 years old when he had his sons. That's in Genesis 5.32. That is going to have meaning. Genesis 6. And God is speaking. He says, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not dwell or strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Do you understand why Jesus Christ had to come down and die on the cross for your sin? And then he gave you something special in the book of Acts because he knew that your flesh was going to fail you. He knew that your flesh was 
That's why he had to give you the spirit. When you go back to be with the Lord, your flesh is going to live down here. You got to understand something, but your spirit is going to be with the Lord. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There was giants on the earth in those days. Who were the giants walking around with you? How much had they impregnated you? Because they slept with the daughters of men. Let's go down to verse 5. Then the Lord said, that the wickedness of man was great on the earth. We're living in Iowa now. That man is so wicked. They so corrupt. And the things of God are falling far and far by the wayside. Just like the wayside seed. And everything is pulling it up out of the ground. Nothing is being rooted up. Nothing is being stable. Nothing is causing that root to go down. You watered it down with every other thing. Except by the word of God. That's the only thing that's going to bring life. He said be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. That you should not be moved. Oh, but what are you fertilizing it with? Every intent of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continuously. You trying to do it in your own flesh. You trying to do it in your own will. Oh, but your flesh is not going to be pleasing to God. But once you understand that, once you can submit to the will of God and let God override the things in your mind and your flesh, the thoughts and everything else is wicked. I don't care about you jumping, shouting, speaking tongues, but that flesh got to be maintained daily. The Lord was very sorrowful that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. Every time you sin, every time that you lie to him in your secret closet place or in your temple or what you think is the most high, you got to understand something. They put the ark of God in the covenant, the same thing with Dagon. You don't understand that you done done it in your own house, in your own place of temple, in your own place of prayer room. You don't understand that you got two gods and you don't understand why your plans or what you prayed to Dagon ain't coming to pass. God said he came. I overturned him inside of his own temple. Satan will never win. Let's go down. So the Lord said, I will destroy men whom I have created from the face of the earth. And I'm going to tell you something that destroyed was when Jesus Christ took all the sins of the world. He destroyed the works of the devil that was working through mankind. That's why you're trying to say it in the name of Jesus. Oh, but there was many Jesus in that day. But I pray that you call on Yahshua, Yamashiach. I pray that you call on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You need to understand something. Because of Jesus Christ shedding his blood on Calvary. That's the only way that you are pardoned from your sins and your flesh. And the evil thought that's in 
your mind. God wouldn't even look at you. He wouldn't even stare at you because of the darkness of sin that's around you. He had to send his only begotten son and come down and destroy the works that was working in your flesh. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Why did Noah find grace? Because he was upright before God. Noah walked with God. You say that you're walking with God, but God said you're not walking with me. You're walking in your own footsteps, and therefore there's nobody else leading you but your own way, and nothing is going to pan out. Nothing is going to work. You thought that you submitted, but on Monday you turned around like you always do, and then on Friday you're trying to turn back and serve me. God said, whatever you're going to be, he cursed the fig tree because the fig tree was pretending to do something that he wanted. And you want to know why you're not being blessed. You want to know why it's always a hard time, why things are hard in your life. Nothing never comes easy. You've got to look at your money through Sunday. Example, you've got to look and see what the doors in your life are opening. You need to look and see what is happening in your own life. Nobody can do this. You don't understand. You allow the enemy to pet root in you, a bitter root, a selfish root, a destructive root against yourself. And then you go into God because you have not done what he called you to do. And you want to know why I feel like he's forsaken you. How can you serve two masters? One is going to overtake the other. And you need to see this ain't nothing to play with. This is no hour to seek out your own will. This is the hour to seek out the will of God and to submit. Let's go on down. Noah had three sons at 500 years old. Three. And God sets everything up. We haven't even got about the population of the earth. But you just see, one thing about Satan, he just gives you something on the wind and you just go with it. All but sitting down with God, he gives you sound instructions. And a lot of times people fail because they fail because they don't want to wait on God. God may speak a word here. It took no 100 years to build this ark. Some of you can't even sit 100 minutes and you just jumping and moving and everything else and you don't get no sound instructions. You're not trying to wait on God and you're doing your own thing. That's what people that are flesh, they here and there and everywhere else, and they unstable in all their ways. Everything that they do, it's always half done, half baked, half cooked, half lied, half truth. Close the door. But we fail to look at the corporate. We fail to see how we have treated God. And he's done everything for us. But we don't see that and understand this. Verse 11, Genesis 6, 11, the earth was also corrupt before God. Not only was the people, but the earth <laughs> was corrupt. It was crying and groaning because of the sins that was happening in the earth. Not only are the people corrupt now, the earth is groaning and groaning and crying out because of all of the abominations, all the dead bodies, all the shed blood in the land, all of these things. Where do they bury the dead bodies in the earth? Where the war happens in the earth? You got to understand something. Why there's evil in the world? Why there's evil in you? Now you got your answer. And you thinking that the earth is going to give you fruit. And 
did he set up the one that walked the earth? That broke the curse that was in the earth. That took out the sting of death. But why are you walking around still dead? No life. But Jesus Christ has done so much for us. But we turn our back on him so many times. You always need somebody to teach you. But you never come up into the truth and knowledge that is the higher realm in God. Beyond your flesh and your emotions. That your spirit is communicating with God on a continuous basis. But because we got so many doors opening, you can desire something. But you're going to have to till and work the ground in order to get it. People want an easy ride, but they don't want to pay the price of labor. And Noah had to build that ark for 100 years. And he had to follow God's instructions. And the earth was full with violence. There was so much demonic activity. And things were coming up and happening that God saw that there was no other result than to destroy. Everything is lining up according to the will of God. Putin, America, Europe, they are not running it. Jesus Christ is running it. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their ways on the earth. Look at where you are now. Look at where the world is now. And people are confessing left and right about what they done wrong. They're giving you information about why and how not to do it. And I'm talking about sinners. Have saved people. But nobody's listening. And man is still yielding to their will. And it's going to mount to naught. Because it's not derived by the things of God. There's no foundation in it. Because you're blind and naked to the snares and the traps of the enemy. So therefore you up for game at any time at his will. Because you cannot stand on two foundations and think that you're going to survive. It will not happen. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come upon me. For the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Listen to what he's saying. He's going to allow what they're serving to destroy them. 
What you're serving is going to destroy you. But we don't understand that. You keep thinking that it's going to be an outward thing that's going to destroy you. Know the foundation that you're standing on that's not built on the things of God will destroy you. And this is what Jeremiah is saying in Jeremiah 2 and 19. Your own wickedness will corrupt, correct you and your backsliding will reprove you. That's why people are not standing on sound doctrine. Because God's got to take them another way like he did the children of Israel out there in the wilderness because they could not follow instructions from God. Why it would have been a two or three day dirty through this. You're going through it for 40 years. You're still in that 40th door. And what do you mean by that? Let me tell you something. It was the 40th door that's way down there. In the beginning, it was door number one. And then how Satan comes in, and there's another door and another door. And what you thought was real partner and, and the one that was doing it back then, now all of a sudden it's, it's going down the 20, 30, and 40. And now what you're thinking and dealing with right now, you're thinking that's the door. But you have failed to yield yourself to the first door that is now the 40th door in your life. Genesis 6. Fourteen. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make room in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. Go down to verse 16. You shall make a window for the ark and you shall finish it to a cubic from above. I want to talk to you about this window. There's a window and a time frame that you have to move. What happened is after so many days, Noah sent a raven or a dove out, excuse me, through the window to find out if it was dry land. The first one didn't come back. The second one did. And you don't know and understand these windows that are there in the middle of a door. Because you don't recognize it. Because you're so full of yourself. Because of wisdom. A fool thinks he's right in his own eyes. But Noah was being led by God in everything that he did. There's a window of what? Opportunity. And we're not recognizing these things. What God is saying even in your going through, there will be a window of opportunity for you to come out, to fly out, and to see something else in your life, but you'll stay there. 
because you have allowed the enemy to cage you in the subconscious of your mind. And you don't recognize the window of opportunity. Let's go down. And behold, verse 17, I myself am bringing the flood of water on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life and everything that is on the earth shall die. He's setting up everything. He's giving us the blueprint of our lives. But are you seizing the opportunity? Why you keep going around in this vicious cycle? You read the word, but it's not profiting you anything. There's no wisdom setting in. There's no foundation. It's nothing wrong with God, but you got to sit back and ask yourself, where are the doors that's open in my life? But before we even look at ourselves, we're going to blame everybody else. But there's nobody else to blame but yourself. You open the door. Trinity can't open the door of sin in my life. Hello. You did. But you don't want to accept that. And I want to read you something. We're talking about doors. Close the door to something. To hinder something. To make something impossible or inaccessible. Just like Satan hindered you. You need to hinder him after you get him out. That he's not inaccessible to you. He's impossible. But you need to recognize there are some doors of sin and corruption there. That Satan has brought a hindrance and a barrier, a spirit of limitation. Some people would never go up higher in God because he's blocked them because he knew they purpose in God. Some people would never go up higher because of mental block. Some people would never go up because they're impaired in their body. You need to see this. But we don't want to do what God is telling us to do. We want to make all kind of excuses and then another year is going to pass by and you're going to be stuck. But you failed to make change. You're just thinking God is just going to move your flesh out of the way. Why would you need to fast and pray if God just makes everything easy? God has done everything that he's going to do and that was shed his blood on Calvary. He's given us the tools to the kings of kingdom of heaven. We are children of the most high God. It's up to you to study the scriptures and make those sound decisions for yourself and to walk therein. He said the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. But why is our heart is so hardened to the things of God? Why is it so impossible for us to move across the street? I can see the blessing. It's calling me, but I can't get to it. 
You need to see this and understand. Let's go on down. But I will establish my covenant with you. Genesis 6 and 18. And you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wives, and your sons' wives with you. He's telling you what he has already in store for you. That means I'm going to protect you against the wiles of the enemy. Because you close the door, nothing will be able to touch you. But you don't see this because you don't see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And the land is going to be good as long as I'm standing on the right foundation. But some of us don't know how to believe God all the way. You only know how to believe God when you think it's going right your way. But can you believe God all the way down to the trials and the tribulation? Can you believe him all the way up to the mountaintop? See, that's easy. But when you're being tested by your faith, when you walk through the water, I will be with you. Through the fire and stuff, they shall not burn you. But why are you looking by the, by the arrows that fly by night? But you read all of these Psalms, you read Isaiah, but yet nothing, you don't, you forget the power, you forget the promises of God because you're trying to do it your way because you're so busy spending more time with Dagon than you're doing on the Lord's side. And you're thinking when you're in trials and tribulations and troubles and going through, you keep thinking that Dagon is going to bring you out. Dagon is the reason why you're in it. Dagon is the one that lured you and opened up all of these doors in your life because you don't recognize between a false and a real God so you continue to serve whatever you think is in your imagination but God is a spirit and so is the devil he said my sheep know my voice no other will I follow why are you following all of this crazy stuff why you have no foundation why all of these things are happening in your life things ain't getting no better they are not going to get no better as long as you continue to walk contrary to the word and then even after getting out of Satan's trap you're going to have to go through for a season so you know not to touch that hot socket because that would give you an electric shock you you got to understand something. God is speaking to the church in this hour. You better hold fast to the things of God. You better hold fast and let God build up your faith even when it seems like it's not being built up. Because he has established his covenant with you. And then Verse 19, I'm not going to go there. It says, in every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort in the ark to keep them alive with you. Let's talk about your children. What is all that's going to be accessible? Do you see his friends there? They all failed him when he was building the ark for 100 years. Only his family came. Some of you so busy trying to spend more time with your friends and, your, and all of these things at your job because you don't want to deal with your house. But God told 
told Noah to him and his house and his wife and whoever else they were married to. They were the one. But see, that's what is happening now. You allowed the school. You allowed the government to raise your child. And you want to know why there's such a corruption in your house. Because you stepped away from God. You wanted them to give them the word of God. Because you were so busy serving Dagon. You could not give them a foundation. And all will be lost. Because we're lazy. Let's go to Genesis, the seventh chapter. Then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen, seen that you are a righteous before me in this generation. All of this stuff going in. God saved a few. Some of you don't understand because you're standing in the holy place and found favor with God and his covenants with you. I don't care what they do. God would have did it if you would have stayed in place. You don't think that Noah didn't go through with his wife and his children. Every household got some kind of ism and schism because you couldn't mentally deal with it. You turned your back on it. You're going to be judged for that. Let's go on down. You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal. Did you hear that? Male and female. But no, you're trying to take unclean things and hold it up. Let's go down to verse 4. Genesis 7 and 4. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. I told you 40 is the time. Things are trials and tribulation. Judgment. So the people on the earth that did not get on the covenant did not walk in the things that God are going to suffer trials and tribulation. The just shall live by faith. The just don't live like the unjust, but the people in the church, because they think they're something that they're not, they're going to live just like the unjust and they're going to go through trials and tribulation. the same thing because they have not brought their flesh under subjection. They don't know how to shut it down. They don't know how to command their body to line up with the word of God because they ain't got no power. 
They ain't got no strength. And what is happening is because of them 40 doors that you have failed to close, it's draining your strength because that means 40 things that you got to deal with at all times going in and out of your mind because that's 40 portals that Satan's got a hold of in your life. So you want to know why you blinded, why you drained, huh? why you crazy, why you stupid, why you ignorant, huh? and why the word of God just float all around you. You ain't got nothing to stand on. You got to lay down every day and night because there's just something going on. You ain't got no strength to pray and call on God. You ain't got no strength to fast and keep binding and loosening those things in the spiritual realm because you're so busy with the 40 things that you have failed to close the door. Oh, but there's a window of opportunity and I pray that you seize it. You're looking at what you can't do. But I'm looking at what Bible, what the word of God said. He said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. And God said, you're not using my word. You're using what you want to do because you want me to do a pity party. He said, but I'm wiping my hands up. He said, now I'm allowing the 40 things that's going to bring 40 things of judgment in your life. And that's going to cause you to close the door. Those things that you did not tend to. Those things that you did not manage. He said, I'm going to call all of them to frustrate you. And it's going to run you to to the cross. It's going to run you to the Ark of Covenant and you're going to make it just in time before the door closes out. God said, I'm speaking to somebody up in here. You better understand how what God is saying and doing. You need to see what God is trying to do for you. He's trying to save you just in time before the Ark closes. I pray that you understand. I pray that you get this word down in your belly. I pray that you run with the fire of the Holy Ghost. I pray that you heal, do and appeal to what God is saying in this hour. There's a door and a window of opportunity. God ain't listening to them fake prayers no more. God ain't looking and listening to them crocodile tears and you doing the same thing. God said, aren't you ashamed of yourself? You sit there and cry to me and you run back, back to the devil. And God says, I don't hear it no more. He said, I'm looking for strength and power. I'm looking for somebody to stand. I'm looking for watching on the wall. I'm looking for somebody that's going to bring healing and restoration to your family. How can you bring restoration and healing to somebody outside of your door and you done rooted so many things in the house. You got to understand something. The whole house is going with you. Why do you think that you're going by yourself? You're looking for everybody else that you think is going to make you somebody. Oh, but it's the one that's in your house. It's going to help make and hold up the covenant that God has promised your family. How can you bring another family into the covenant of God that have not even paved the way? You need to understand what God is saying. You need to understand what God is trying to do in your life. You're trying to bring in everybody else and they have not paved the way. Why are you still giving your blessing to dogs? Why are you still returning to these things which God has destroyed in your life? But you keep going to Dagon to resurrect the dead. And this is what's going on. Noah was 600 years old when the flood came. And we don't even understand this. Time is moving. But Noah kept hold to what God is saying for 100 years. He held on to the promise. If I said it, I'm going to make it good. He said, I'm a God that I should not lie, nor the son of man that I should repent. If I said it, I'll make it good. I'll hold on to the words of God to feed my belly.
Let's go to Genesis 7 11. And I'm going to start in the middle of the 11th chapter. It says, on that day, all the foundation of the great deep was broken up, and the windows of heaven were open. It blessed Noah to go in the covenant, in the ark. But the windows was a cursing, and it brought death to others. We're talking about window of opportunity. And the rain went, what, 40 days and 40 nights. And see, we don't understand about everything that's happening in our lives. Let's go down to 15. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, of our flesh in which is the breath of life. So those that entered, male and female, of our flesh went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. You, this door is too big for you to close. This door that's going to bring you safety. And all of this stuff that's going on in the world, the forces of darkness, you are not going to have power, but in the end, God is going to shut the door, and they won't be able to torment you no more. All the saints that went through, cried, and prayed, and travailed for all of them years, God is going to shut the door, and the enemy won't be able to antagonize them. You ain't going to be no binding and loosening and casting out, huh? because God is going to shut the door. And I want to read you this. The instructions of God gave Noah was building the ark. The door could only be closed from the outside, but open from the inside. I pray that something's been said. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.